0: Welcome to Mom Real, the podcast about real encouragement, real stories and real about motherhood. All right, well welcome back to another episode of Mom Real and we are continuing our working mom series. I've been so so excited about this episode because I have my friend Candace here. Woo! Woo! Uh, she is here with me over zoom and, uh, we are doing this. I'm, I'm learning and doing this for the first time over zoom. So that's kind of exciting. Um, but we are here and she is a full-time working mom. And so she is here just talking about that side of it. And I'm just going to give her a couple minutes just to kind of tell about her and her life, her kids and, um, that sort of thing. And then we'll kind of jump into the rest of the episode from there. So Candace, I'm going to hand it over to
1: you. Okay, just start anywhere. <laughs> yeah, anywhere. Okay. Well, I currently have a two and a half year old and a three month old. So we are still actually four months now. So we're still in the thick of it. We are transitioning from one to two. Um I work full time at Gateway Church. I'm a creative director there. It's super fun. Love what I do. Love and, and, I'm, and, and I'm honored with um, the people that I get to work with what I get to steward every time I go to work um, so I've been doing that for the last five years not that role specifically but I've been there at the church um, we live in Dallas Texas or technically Fort Worth Texas if you yeah I'm not going to go through that whole thing, <laughs> the difference between <laughs> Dallas and Fort Worth. But we live closer to Fort Worth. We just bought a house. We've been here almost a year. We're loving it. It's been a fun season. Just all things, learning how to parent, uh, how to navigate, <laughs> being a parent, working full time, um, partnering with my husband, and uh, and just I literally just got back to work. Um, I've been back full-time now for a month after I had a three-month maternity leave and so yeah that's that's me oh and also I'm from Canada so if I say any weird words during this whole thing I know I don't sound like it like I've been here long enough I don't have a Canadian accent anymore but there's the odd word so if you laugh during this episode then it's 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 okay because I do say some things funny so
0: Yes, yes, and <laughs> I've known Candace for, oh gosh, I'm trying to think of how long I've known you now. Oh man, mm. I couldn't even think about it for, uh, I mean, six, seven years now? Six or seven years. Yeah, yeah. six or seven years now. I
1: think we so, kind of met through our husbands, right?
0: Yes, we did. Mm-hmm. Technically. Technically Good speaking. old enjoy days
1: yeah it was before that but everyone worked at enjoy at one point we were the enjoy wives
0: yes we were and before we all had kids too
1: Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. we had yep it was yep different times
0: (laughs) different times back (laughs) then and candace was the first one in like our friend group in texas to have a baby and she had judah first and he i cannot like tell you guys i mean she can explain more but like is the cutest, but ba- like, I was worried Stop. when I was pregnant with Liam, I was like, well, he be as <laughs> yeah. cute as because he, I still think just the cutest baby ever. So yeah, you have
1: nothing to worry about your baby at <laughs> Sorry. Baby is adorable. I cannot handle it. So cute. And up, on top of that, just, I don't know, just those big old eyes. I just so ooey gooey. I can't handle it. But yes, you're biased when you say your own child is cute and usually you were you were like very worried and I was like, dude, like when you have your own baby, it's just like it naturally, it naturally comes. Yes. so you. It does not matter what that baby looks like. They're cute.
0: <laughs> now, now I feel it, and I know that now. I think before I was like, there will never be a cuter baby than this. Like I just remember holding him <laughs> and thinking, oh my word. But um, yeah. So why don't we just kind of jump in and talking about since you brought up that you just started back work and yeah. that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I know we kind of talked beforehand just just about it. So why don't we kind of jump in with like. How, it's, how it is coming back from work mm-hmm. after just having a baby, having that time, not just with your second, but you obviously had time with your first then too. So you mm-hmm. were coming, transitioning back from being in the home to now being right. um, back at work.
1: Yeah, well, I will say both times have been extremely different. I think every baby is different. And so one thing that I had to constantly remind myself of was that, Ezra, my second boy, is not Judah, (laughs) and Judah is not Ezra, and so um, my experiences going back were very different. Um, With Judah, I was ready to go back. I was like, you know what? I need to see some people. Mind you, it was like at the tail end of COVID, and we had been kind of cooped up for a while, and so I was like, look, let me get back in that office. Let me socialize (laughs) and have some um, face-to-face time. With Ezra, um, getting back into work was just a lot different. I The first day back had like a breakdown and halfway through the day, it was like, am I making the right choice? Is this where I need to be? Um, I had to go home <laughs> halfway. I went into the office that day just to like be like, okay, I'm going to start a new habit and, and getting myself into the car, getting, driving to work um, and I technically work remote on Monday. So I'm like, no, let me just get to the office. And um, that Monday, I remember, you know, really questioning a lot. And I just did not have that experience with Judo. It was totally different. So um, both experiences, very different, but both very, um, very, man, the grace there for going back was just like outstanding, amazing. Um, So the hard, I think the hardest part was that like, transition into work and really questioning one you your schedule and you have to get ready and dressed you have to look presentable you know you got to brush your teeth and put on put on makeup and I don't want to scare the the three other guys that I, I lead I lead a team and so I was like you know what let me let me get ready and all the things and so transitioning back in and having to like really adjust to not only like, I have to get ready and change, but I have to get these kids out the door, two of them to daycare now, um, was really, really hard for me um, to grasp. But Josh took that week off with Ezra and that was a game changer in helping me transition more smoothly. And so I'm gonna say, we haven't quite figured it all out yet. The second time around with judo, was a lot easier, but it's gotten every week so much easier, so much better. Um the first day was rough. <laughs> I cried multiple times. My oversight came and she's like, How about we just go ahead and go home and call this first day? Of the day? You did your best. So I was like, Yes, I did. I'm just gonna go. And granted, Ezra had a double ear infection, so I just felt so guilty. But um, what helped me though is um Joshua. My husband, he took that week off to help me transition in with Ezra, just because I was having such a harder time with Ezra. He's just a, a lot more of a difficult baby. And um it, it was the grace of God because literally he had been really just tough to separate like to separate us and to to get into a flow where, you know, he would even love going to Josh. And so Josh taking that week off was actually one of the best things for him and Ezra and for me because it made me feel like, you know, a little more sane like I could hand him off and not feel this immense pressure like oh is he going to be okay and so me going back into work that first day was rough and then Josh I you know said "How, how did it go thinking it was a disaster and he's like it went great Ezra did so good today and I was like really are you just saying that to make me feel better and he's like no like he actually did really really good today and I think that separation like as hard as it was it actually helped kind of Ezra realized like, hey, now I get to bond with daddy. Now I get to like, you know, look at him and not just want mommy all the time and and spend that time with him. And and it helped Joshua too, because he was getting a little bit annoyed with how close and attached we were. Um and it was so different again from Judah to Ezra. But that week really helped me um just kind of pull back and have some perspective of like, hey Ezra also has a daddy that loves him and that um, he, you know, can fully and well take care of him for this week to help me transition in before we start daycare. Um, and that was a really good start and dip, uh, dipping our toes in. And then we started daycare and he did great too. It was like that day that I went in, like, it was almost like everything just changed. Like all my questions and everything, it was like an instant, which isn't always the case. But that day, it kind of was like the grace just fell when it needed to fall and all my questions leading up to that, it just tra- it transitioned and it was it was definitely a huge blessing. So we're still figuring it out though. We have good days and bad days and um, overall, I think we're we're in a better place where we can just communicate through it and, and know that I know where I'm at and where I'm called to be and um, I don't need to feel guilty about that, so.
0: Yes, that's so good. I think, I can't remember whose episode it was before this that I was talking about my own experience going back to work. And at first, at the beginning, I was like, oh, this is an escape. This is great. (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. I was like, I don't have a baby that needs me and is not attached to me. And then I felt guilty for feeling that. And then I think it was like the intention behind it was wrong, like the escapism of it. And so then I felt bad for that and then I had emergency (laughs) surgery, and then I was gone and back with Liam again, and then I went back to work, and it was much more of a, like, I miss my baby, but then I can't remember, again, I can't remember which which episode it was, if it was with Kirsten or Megan, but said that we were just talking, and, like, the Lord just revealed to me, like, he's a redeemer of time, and so, Mm -hmm. like, right now, I'm I have to be at work because like, yes, just financially, that's where I have to be. Mm-hmm. And so, and it doesn't mean that I don't have other giftings to use outside of being a mom, like, cause I also get to use my giftings at work, which is great. Mm-hmm. So I have to remind myself, like the Lord is going to redeem that time with Liam when I get back home. And so yeah. it kind of sounds like that's what, um, what you have kind of felt too mm-hmm. in between like both Judah you know and Ezra too is like yeah. okay well you know having that and i i can't relate to that as much cuz i just have one so i'm like oh man with what of a second i don't yeah. know how i'm going to be but you know There's still the
1: basis is there but you know what really helped me cuz even with judah when i was pregnant with Ezra there was a few moments where you know i'd have a hard day at work and i'm like man i'm leaving my family to be here you know or just some days you're just like man i just want to have those extra cuddles or whatever and um I had a really sweet friend, um, someone that I looked up to like almost like a dad. So I call him my uncle Rob. So he he messaged me. Like, I had posted something on Instagram just being like, hey, like today was a hard day. Like it's okay to struggle, that kind of thing. Um, and he just said, hey, like I really believe there's a grace for working moms. And he said it so well. He said, you know, it's not about the quantity of time. It's about the quality of time that you have mm-hmm. with your kids. He's like, they're never gonna sit there and count the minutes that you're gone. They're never gonna like, you have to realize that the quality of time that you have with them is what really matters. And so make it count. Like when you get home, be intentional and like find those moments to, to really just spend with them that, that don't measure in minutes. Like you're just, you're just being and, and stop worrying about the time aspect of it and God will redeem that. And I I like literally ponder on that all the time because that's where I'm like such a black and white person. So I'm like, well, I was at work, this many hours so therefore <laughs> I'm this much less of a mom you know and you kind of do that calculating thing and I just like constantly ponder on that like hey it's not about the, the the quantity that's not what we're not we're not in a race here to to add up and measure that's not how that that's not how relationships work it shouldn't anyways and so I've really been focusing on my quality time with my kids and it's been so so much better for my mental health and just realizing like, it's not something I need to feel guilty about. Like, yeah, there are still hard days and I have a long, you know, a long conference I'm working or something like, man, I miss my kids. But the next, you know, I take the next few days of love on them and, and make those like really good one-on-one experiences and being intentional and like wrestling on the floor or just like, you know, I just know that Judah and Ezra, they, they look at that and and they feel like they're not even, they're not really missing out in a sense from, Hey, we, we missed those eight hours before. So therefore, you know, they're not, they're not calculating that in their mind. And so I had to get over that and realize actually that's so true about the,
0: it's about the quality of time you have with your kids. So yeah, man, that is, that is so good. That's a good reminder to me too. I'm going to hold that, hold that to myself of reminding that because especially like with Liam being sick recently, it was tough because like I still needed to be in the office, but I needed to be with him. And so I was like trying to work remotely and do Mm -hmm. things. And then it was hard because he was like screaming and I was like, well, I have to answer this email and we have a work cell phone, which I really wish we did it, but we do right now. And so I was like also on the work cell phone, trying not to answer with the screaming baby and just like all the things. And it felt, I, I just felt, almost defeated like I couldn't be whole in either place if that makes sense Mm -hmm. because then it was like well I'm not doing my work job to the fullest that I can do but then I felt like I wasn't being a great mom either Mm -hmm. in that moment (laughs) so like even just (laughs) recently I felt like that so like you saying that too is just a good reminder of like okay you know I was home with him I was doing the best I could do and like yeah that's good
1: Yeah. Do the best that you can do for sure. That's something I have to remind myself. I'm like, so all in wherever I'm at. And so sometimes it's like, Hey, like I literally did the best I could do today. Like I had to tell my oversight the other day, um, because I had a double ear infection. And I will say your workplace matters. Like I think finding a place that values family is a lot, like, I don't know how people do it honestly, where it's like, Hey, like we don't value family. You got to be into the 30 seconds, like clock in and clock out. I'm like, that is hard. And I'm, I'm sure there is grace there, but I'm, I'm like, I gotta be picky and (laughs) choosy about, you know, where I'm going because I'm like, I want to go somewhere where they do value me and my family. And so I made that pretty, pretty clear up front, but I had to tell my oversight that I was like, look, like I'm gonna have to put in some sick time today because this is, this is what happened, you know? And there was a lot of grace there and, them remembering hey like they had young kids at one point too so you have those ear aches and you have those teething days and it's okay to like just ask for grace and not feel like a failure I think that's what I've had to really realize like I'm not a failure because I can't do as much as I once was able to do in a day or even you know, right at that moment. because like, I'm, I'm going to get my work done. Like I'm a responsible person, but sometimes it just looks different. And I have, I have to accept that. Usually everyone's like, Oh, I didn't even notice. Like you did great, whatever, (laughs) you know, do you struggle with that too? Where you're like, yes, I'm so hard on myself. And everyone's like, what are you talking about?
0: Yes. I'm the same way. I'm an Enneagram six, like type a, which you know this about me, like, very, like, (laughs) this is how it's supposed to look, like, that sort Mm -hmm. of thing, and so being a mom, it's kind of changed that in me, like, I've had to learn, and the Lord honestly has, like, like, the best way I can describe it is, like, chiseled that from me, being like, it, like, you can't just be all or nothing, it can't be this or that, because if that happens, Mm -hmm. then my mental health is just going to be in the toilet, and so I've really had to learn, you know, not saying I haven't still had toilet mental health days, but you know, like, <laughs> toilet I, I mental really, health yeah, I have really had to learn and be like, okay, it's not going to look like how I want it to look like, but it's mm-hmm. still going to be done. I'm still going to show up like, and that's yeah. the greatest thing. And I think what you said too, about finding a place as a working mom that values family. I mean, especially mm-hmm. here in America, like, you know, it, it's not as valuable. The hustle is more valuable than what you put mm-hmm. in a home. But realistically, your home is where it matters. I mean, if you're at work, they can replace you, you know? I mean, mm-hmm. at home, you can't be replaced. So you have to have to put yeah. this as priority. And so I think, too, that's a big portion of, as a, a working parent, if you're not, in a working mom specifically, since we're talking to moms right now, if, if you're not in a place that, is does not value family I really strongly encourage you just be looking for a place that does just for not only your own peace but for the peace of your family too because I think that I don't know it's made a difference for me because I work with family and so I'm even though that day that I was back and forth like my dad is my boss and he was literally like you know if you don't need to be on on emails until lunchtime like that's okay if you need to check them when he's at nap like it's okay. You will get it done. Like we'll help you as much as we can in the office too. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, go from there. And that was just a wait off too. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I think finding a place that values family is hugely important too.
1: Yeah. And I think, I mean, it's not always the case. So sometimes, you know, just the grace just has to fall. You just have to ask for extra grace in your workplace and, and, um, and hopefully they're willing to work with you. Um, but we are in a day and age, too, where, you know, moms aren't the ones that always just stay home, too. You know, dads do, too. And so um, I do feel like the workplaces are kind of shifting and realizing, like, you can do both. And especially with, like, the the remote work-from-home world, like, it's COVID shut down the world. Like, people had to work at home with their kids. Like, there was, no daycare was open. So, like, work still had to get done, though. So, I think a lot of even larger corporations are realizing like, okay, like there's leniency, just get your job done, like check, have check-ins and things like that. So I would be surprised if, you know, th- I mean, there are granted some places that just don't care. And that's really sad and unfortunate. And so if that's you and you're in that position, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, it's it, I all the extra grace to you because that is really hard. Um, but I definitely would pray and think about, yeah, like Grace Dan said, man, finding those places that value you as a mom and um, and finding it and sticking with it and just being upfront and honest because it's like, hey, at the end of the day, you have so much to offer and you can do both. I think that's something that uh, I once struggled with too. Can I do both? Can I do this? And it's like, no, you, you actually can. And that's okay. Like you don't have to be, like you said, all in one place and all in the other. You can do both. And and the Lord gives you grace in that too, so
0: that's so good. Like, um, going back to what you talked about earlier with daycare and stuff, because when I dropped off Liam, the first time <laughs> daycare, I literally, the night before I was, I was messaging the directors and I was like, I don't think I could do this. Like, I just did not have peace about it. And honestly, one of the biggest things that I, I that made me still show up that day was, I mean, yes, it was the grace of God, but mostly because they told me if I didn't enroll him, like go for the fall semester that he'd lose his spot. So then in January, he'd start at the bottom of the list, which Mm. meant he basically wouldn't have gotten in. And I was like, don't you love that? (laughs) Yeah. And so I was like, no, I know for sure I'm going to need him in there, you know, in January. So I was like, I have to enroll him. We have to go tomorrow. Like, I just remember it was, he goes, um, certain days a week and so it was a a Sunday night and I was like I have to go to tomorrow and I showed up I, I couldn't even put makeup on that day because the the from the moment I woke up and got him out of his crib I was just crying like the whole day Aww. Aww. <laughs> and I went and dropped him off and like his teacher is so kind and she prayed over me and Landry my oh, husband that's the best yes came and she prayed over all of us and it was so 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 good um but I still like he still does horrible time napping there and so I still think like man like if I was with him if if he was home if he was with me like this Mm -hmm. this and this could happen or would happen so I don't know why don't we talk a little bit about that too is working moms dropping our kids off at daycare like how how we've kind of fought some of those thoughts or feelings or Mm -hmm. realities
1: yeah well I have like a one-up because my mother-in-law works at the daycare so I can get like those like notifications and things I think there's like pros and cons of that obviously because sometimes it's like too much information and too much insight and it's just like you just have to trust but um man I with Judah again it wasn't as hard of a struggle I think just because I was like like you said with you're like I'm ready to get out and kind of see the world and like I need a break um and he just did so well with everybody like he just was so he's just social he's my social boy just loves people and just needs to be around people so I knew he would do well But I think those really hard days came when he was, you know, either just getting over something, not feeling well, or um, especially when he started to recognize, like, I'm leaving and having like those mental and emotional breakdowns, like, (laughs) like he saw mommy's leaving and he would just like lose it. And so those were the days I'd sit in my car after and just be like, okay, pull back the tears. Okay, Lord, I don't want to leave my kid leaving. Like, I don't want to leave him crying every single day. I can't do that. That hurts my heart. And I don't think that's good for me going into work, seeing that every single day. So you're gonna have to fix that, (laughs) you know? And so, um, it just, it ended up just getting better and like, even just finding ways to like help him transition with that anxiety, um, of me leaving and just making it like this exciting thing and having him excited about it and talking with him about in the car, um, and giving him like, Hey, like you get to do this today and we'll talk through it. Even at a young age, I would like, I'd start doing that and kind of like reciting his day with him. And then that we like the drive to work, I think is really important. Um, that's where we'll like worship together in the car and just like sing our little hearts out and have a moment. Like, even if I'm holding his foot and he's behind me and just like stroking it and just having those moments before, like, it's not, I try not to rush as much those drop-offs because I know when I do that and I'm tense and I'm dropping him off like that. I'm like, okay, just like got to get a man out. That's when I feel like, the day is just set. The tone is set, you know? And so I try to set a tone where, you know what, like mommy feels called to go and do this at work. And right now this is the best place for you and that's okay. You know, and every single time I'd pick him up and I'd start the tone of that day with that, I I noticed that he just had a great day. And I mean, not all the time. It wasn't like this formula <laughs> that worked every time, but it was always better and I'm like, yeah, he did really good today. He was smiley and he might've missed a nap, but he still did fine, you know? Um, and so I think setting the tone for that kind of helped me. But, and then, yeah, with Ezra, um, I, yeah, I had a lot more um, anxiety with him dropping him off because he was just so difficult and so clingy. So they let us like kind of, dip our toes in and test him if that makes sense <laughs> yeah for a couple a couple hours uh, and he did great like that first week I like I'm telling you it was the grace of the Lord but again just taking time to like really drop them off intentionally and knowing like hey I'm doing this I'm leaving my kids to go do this because I feel called to do that and then um just communicating that to them in a way that's like through my, actions and being intentional and making sure I kiss them goodbye and making sure I'm like not even saying goodbye I don't like to say goodbye I'm like I'll see you later but just being really intentional and like I you know I always come back to To I always come back and that's helped him too, a lot. Um, and Ezra, he's just been in for a couple of weeks. So he has no idea. He's just living his best life right now. Just, you know, he's like, as long as I got my bottle, I'm good. <laughs> um, but yeah, with Judah, he's very cognizant now of like, hey, mommy's leaving. So we have a little system, but I just know if my heart is in the right place and I'm not, yes, there are hard times, but I just, I, I find a way to um, kind of worship through it and kind of set the tone where I'm like, hey. I'm here. I love you. I will be back. And this is what I'm going to go do. And I'm going to be here. I'm always here. I always come get you. That always makes it so much easier. So, but there are hard days and getting calls from daycare and having to pick them up and, you know, being frustrated like, man, I had this thing, this whole day at work planned. And I'm just really missing my kid. And you can't, I know it can't get past that today. Um, processing that with healthy people at work. I work with a lot of moms. So that's helped me um a ton seeing like working moms just be like, hey, like I get it. And having that community. Um and like voicing that. Like, man, like this is just a hard day. It's like, man, like we're here for you. Let's talk about it. And and then sometimes like I just I need to leave early and pick up my kid (laughs) my kid a little bit earlier today. Um I think just having that community at work is important too to to just to voice it and talk about it. So helps working with other working moms. I think that's that's important too, if you have the ability to do that.
0: Yes, that's so good, that's a good reminder too with drop-off, because like for that first week when I would drop Liam off, I would stay, they have like this um like window that I can see into the classroom, yes. in. and so I drop him off, and then I just like be at the window, <laughs> and for the first week, I just like cried the whole time, and it Aww. was like, I wasn't as emotional throughout the week but like the every day that week that I dropped him off I cried and then thankfully as the weeks have gone on I haven't been as emotional but then Liam um I can't remember how long ago it was just like maybe two weeks ago it doesn't matter but I dropped him off and he clung to my shirt And like, he's Mm -hmm. been saying mama so much more now. And he was going, mama, 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 And I was like, I can't leave you. (laughs) Like, I really did not want to leave him. So that's like such a good reminder though. We, uh, of just like you setting the tone as the adult for how drop-off goes and how that goes helps not only your day as the parent, as the working mom, but also the kids days as they're going into daycare too, Mm -hmm. but Um, such a good reminder. Well, we're, I I hate to even say this because I, I wish we could keep talking, but we are running short on time now. Um, so why don't we just leave with just like one or a couple pieces of advice that you have for other working moms, like something that just comes to your head that you're like, man, Mm -hmm. I wish I could go back in time and tell myself this about being a working mom. Um, and then we'll just end on that. Okay, man, there's a lot I would say, but I think the number one
1: thing is you can do both and it's okay. Uh, Give yourself grace and know that, um, you know, just because it's hard and maybe not easy all the time, it doesn't mean it's not worth it. And if you feel called to be a working mom, even if you're still called to be a stay-at-home mom, I know they're both hard and both have pros and cons and different, different difficulties, but like just be where the Lord's called you to be and he will give you grace in that. Um, So give yourself grace (laughs) and know that you can do both or whatever lane you choose, but we're talking about working moms. So if you're in that lane right now, um, it's okay to, to do both and, and, and the quantity of time versus quality, quality is so important. And so don't count those hours. I think that's where I would, I I would leave it. Those are the, the main things I've been pondering on for the last, the last few years. So
0: I love that. Well, Candace, thank you so much for being on and being a part of this. Y'all, we literally were texting back and forth. Like I got Liam down. She was getting her kids down. And just like, <laughs> we were hopping on here, but we, we made it. Didn't we? We made it. So. We did. Yeah. Yes. Thank you yes. for having me. Absolutely. Been so good. I'm so glad. So, so good. Thank you. Well, you guys, next week, we are ending the Working Mom series and we are ending it with a stay-at-home mom. So if you are a stay-at-home mom, come back to um, the next podcast where you will hear from one of my friends who's a stay-at-home mom and we'll be finishing up the series and then jumping into a lot more topics having to deal with mom life and all the things. Don't forget to rate this podcast on Apple, Spotify, wherever you're getting your podcast from. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram, share your mom real Monday moments, and I look forward to seeing y'all in the next podcast.